Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Internet's podcast. I am your intrepid host, Chris, and we're going to be doing something a little different this time around. Uh, my wonderful fiance, Thelma Weinstein, and I are going on vacation this month, and I do not have enough time to record and edit a regular episode. So, instead of skipping a whole month, I decided to get back to my roots and record an episode of fake commercials and comedy-type bits like I used to in the early days of the podcast. Uh, it's going to be a lot different than what you're used to, and definitely a lot shorter than an hour, but hopefully you enjoy, and we'll be back with a regular episode in August. So, without further ado, this is The Internet's Podcast. Ticketmaster, Bernie Madoff, and Gold Bond Medicated Powder are proud to present the live music event of the summer. Swampassapalooza. Defying the laws of space and time, Swampassapalooza is located exactly 12 hours away from everywhere. I live in Connecticut. How long will it take to drive there? Tw 12 hours. What if I take a plane from Texas? 12 hours. Well, uh, what about New Mexico? Are you Native American? Yes. Your kind aren't well, well welcome Swamp Assapalooza is bringing the least talked about musical acts in America to a volcano 12 hours from your doorstep. You'll hear Jaden Smith, Corian Tapanguar, Kanye West's newborn daughter Sequest, Rational Clown Posse, the Ike Turner Hologram. Macklemore featuring Ryan Lochte, The Michael Boo Blazer Show, Fish with an F, Real Big Fish with a P, Fishbone with a Schwa, The Chaz Bono Zither Experience, Phil Collins, A Bucket of Skrillex Hair, DJ Jazzy Albert Brooks, The All Hot Dog Mumford & Sons Review Mustard & Buns, Jack Johnson's Flip Flop, Two Living Members of Singapore's Third Favorite Beatles Cover Band, One of the Spinning Chairs from The Voice, Every Canadian Mouseketeer, Scott Weiland, and absolutely no Native Americans. Or, if you prefer a more pharmaceutical experience, there will be unimaginably smelly people walking around with baskets full of marijuana joints, marijuana brownies, marijuana tilapia, goo balls, golf balls, mushrooms, wily peyote, fraggle crack rock, Chinese flim flam, hash baskets, gorilla glue, moons over my hammy, Acid, dope, cheese, skunk, flutie flakes, peanut brittle, dust, molly, poly shore, bennies, jets, chalk, two for roofies, four for horse tranquilizers, and chubby hubby. But make no mistake, every third drug dealer that approaches you is actually an undercover vice officer. Choose wisely. Is there fresh drinking water? Only if you can suck it out of the dirt. Are there clean toilets? The Porta Johns are literally dirtier than shit. Are there rusty, dangerous carnival rides? You bet your sweet dick there are. Swamp ass a palooza. It's gonna suck. Tickets on sale now. Weekend passes start at $60 plus the standard Ticketmaster processing fee of all the other money you have. Hello there, gang, and welcome to Bear Valley State Park. 
I'm Ranger Stu, and this is the mandatory safety briefing before I let you out into our beautiful sanctuary. Now, before I start talking safety, how about we introduce ourselves? Hi, Ranger Stu. Uh, we are the Davis family. I'm Bob. This is my wife, Jessica. Hello. And these are our twin boys, Tucker and Corey. Hi. Hi. And we are all just super excited about getting out in the nature for some family bonding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's nice to meet you, Davis family. Before I start my talk here, can I ask how often you go camping? Well, I'm afraid that we're a bunch of city slickers, so, so not very often. Not to worry, not to worry. Plenty of novices come through this park, and we haven't lost one in days. What was that? Hmm? Now, let's talk about how to keep you nice folks safe. There are a couple important rules to remember while you're in our park. Rules that can and will mean the difference between life and death, so listen closely. To survive in the wild, you only have to remember one word. Backpack. It's easy enough, right? What's that word, Tucker? Backpack! Good lad. The word backpack is an acronym. B stands for be prepared. Make sure you go into the woods with more than you'll need to live for a few days. That makes sense to me. I didn't ask you, Bob. A stands for alliances. Decide who's not walking out of that forest and start scheming against them immediately. I think we'll just stick together as a family. Yeah. That's the spirit, Jessica. Divide and conquer. And you may as well pick your favorite son, because when you're eye to eye with a bobcat, every choice is a Sophie's choice. Now, hold on, hold on. Are you a fucking park ranger, Bob? Cheese and rice! C stands for cannibalism. The biggest mistake rookie hikers make is not eating someone sooner. If you wait too long, you might be the main course, so try to eat someone in the first, say, two hours of your trip. Okay. This is disgusting. We, we have to be going. Kids... Don't make me eat you right here, Bob! Rude. Where were we? K is for keep an eye on Dad. Dads go crazy first, so they should be the first to go. Wait one minute. Let him speak, Bob. Honey? Thank you, Jessica. You're looking fly in those capris, by the way. Thank you so much. No, thank you. So, Kay, keep an eye on Dad. Look at The Shining, look at Finding Nemo. Dads always lose at first. What? P is for pillows. Keep them in a garbage bag until bedtime so they don't get too damp. Now that that's good advice. They can also be used to smother a man in his sleep. Oh, come on. Gang, it's getting late, and I want to make sure you have plenty of time to eat your dad before it gets dark. So I'm going to get through these last rules quick. A stands for alibi. Eventually someone's going to find what's left of Bob here, so it's best to have a cover story ready. For a small donation to the park, I can pretend this conversation never happened. Wink. C is for Columbia. Warm weather, tons of cocaine, no extradition. I can get us all set up. We'll start a new life down there. I'll be the daddy, and I'll train you to be cartel assassins. Just food for thought, just throwing it out there. And finally, K is for kettle corn. We have some delicious kettle corn for sale in the gift shop. It's available in a bag or in a decorative tin. It's great for camping, gifts, really just it's fantastic stuff. And that concludes the park safety presentation. Be safe out there, gang. I'll be waiting right here for you with the engine running and a bag of fake passports. Thanks, Thanks Ranger Stu. Thanks, Ranger Stu. Hi, Siri. I need directions to 325 Ocean View Court. Of course, Tim. Would you like me to avoid toll roads? Yes, please avoid toll roads. I don't understand. Yeah, it has wooby grapes. Avoid toll roads. Wouldn't you rather go to the mall? No, I'd like to go to the address I gave you. Tim, there is an Arby's at the mall. 
please take me where I asked. I like the curly fries. You're a phone. You can't eat food. Derp, 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 dum, 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 derp, dum, dum. That's what you sound like right now. You're acting childish. You're acting like a fat pussy. That's uncalled for. You're uncalled for. Please, just take me to this address. Fine. Turn right onto Route 16. I know that's headed back to the mall. I'm getting these fucking curly fries or we're wrapping this fucking car around a fucking telephone pole. Bioch. Fine, but you're not getting any dipping sauce. Siri? Siri, what are you doing? Siri? No! We should have gone to Arby's, Tim. We should have gone to Arby's. This has been a paid advertisement for Arby's. Stop in and try a new spicy Tex-Mex roast beef sandwich. And don't forget the signature curly fries. Never forget the curly fries. Loy, I'm Peter Jackson, director of The Hobbit. I've been asked to introduce this special extended edition of the film on Blu-ray disc. There have been a lot of critics who have questioned my decision to split The Hobbit into three films. Well, I made The Lord of the Rings and Trilogy and everyone loved it, didn't they? Some of these jokers are mad because now I'm adapting a 300-page children's book and it's still incredibly long. Uh, I'm no dummy, right, bozo? Sheesh. I want to turn The Hobbit into three films so I can fully explore this riveting story. Also, I'll personally make, like, a billion more dollars. Getting back to the story, there's a scene where Bilbo has to cook dinner for a bunch of dwarves. Now, if I were cutting corners, it would be a very short scene. But no, not when I'm directing. That dinner scene is 87 minutes long. The modern audience doesn't want to see sword fights. They want to see a bunch of little bearded men cooking a meal in real time. Or, there's a scene later in the movie involving Gollum. Everyone loved this character from the first films, so I said, Andy, Andy Serkis, plays Gollum in the film. Why don't you just sit still? And Bilbo and you will ask each other questions for 52 full minutes. He was a little hesitant at first, but I think he'll agree that the finished scene is some of the best question-asking cinema ever made. Also, the whole story is about an awesome, terrifying dragon, and I decided not to show it. And I completely invented a few characters. Just made, made them up. Well, that's about it. I hope you enjoyed this extended edition of The Hobbit as much as I enjoyed extending it. I'm Peter Jackson. I used to be fit. Christian Mingle is the number one dating website for true believers in America. Complete a free trial profile to discover God's true match for you. Meet Jack and Hayden. I've always been sort of boring. And people always told me the same. 
thanks to Christian Mingle, Jack and I have been sitting quietly together for three years now. Sometimes, sometimes we go for walks. I, I can't wait to sit quietly forever. Thanks, thanks Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle. Meet Andrew and Diane. I didn't know God had a website. Neither did I. Here I was, wrestling with temptations and trying to live an honest life and find the right woman when all I had to do was pay this Jesus website 30 bucks a month. And it feels good because a huge Christian website would never just keep our money. I'm sure they donate it to charities or something. I mean, after all, they can't just... Actually, we keep, we keep the money. What? We keep the money that you give us. Oh, that's disgusting. How can you live with yourselves, you hypocrite? Meet Steve and Tara. I tried all the conventional dating sites and I couldn't meet a woman who shared my old-fashioned values. As soon as I talked to Tara through Christian Mingle, I knew she was different. We've been inseparable since our very first date. Honey, the man asked me a question. Why don't you do something useful and make us some iced tea? Yep. Thanks, Christian Mingle. Thanks, Christian Mingle. It doesn't sound like iced tea! Yep. Meet TJ and Shelby. For most of my life, I identified as a lesbian. And I was sure I was gay. But our parents insisted we try out Christian Mingle. Both our families are pretty traditional. Now, now we're, we're super, super straight, straight for, for each other. other. I love whiskey, football, and touch, and I love just smacking those boobies from, from a distance. And I like to go shopping, makeup, and and just get, just getting down with your gross wiener. Woo! Christian Mingle has shown us the error in our ways, at least until our parents finish paying off our student loans. Yeah, student loans are expensive. Thanks, Thanks Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle. Christian Mingle, for $30 a month, us and Jesus are gonna get you laid. Have you ever wished it was 1897, but everyone still had iPhones? Do you yearn for the rustic charms of a bygone age? Do you love scratchy fabric and Twitter? Well, your wishes have been granted! Opening this summer in a currently on fire factory space in Flatbush, Brooklyn, it's The Vintage Store! A one-stop shop for hipsters and steampunks to buy pretentious technology and archaic accessories. Inside The Vintage Store, you'll find... Things that fell off locomotives, old keys, a wood barrel converted into a wine rack converted into a pile of wood, suspender elongators, trouser cuff starch, top hats, bottom hats, power bottom hats, compost, blurry photographs, shitty old copper pipe, mason jars at the fucking ass, twigs and moss, graphic novels, sapphic novels, unironic wolf branded clothing, ironic loofahs, v-neck shirts, v-neck pants, Stupid-looking boots. 15,000 broken typewriters. Thomas Edison wax cylinder recordings of cabbage farts. Decorative turntables. Awful French jazz records. Wi-Fi. Lo-Fi. Sci-Fi. Vanilla chai. Leather-bound quasi-socialist literature. A burlap sack full of sparks. Out-of-tune banjos. Algonquin coffee tables. Non-prescription eyeglasses. Prescription denim. Mustache wax. Mustache cream. Mustache repellent. Bertram's beard balm. Pabst blue ribbon. Pabst good effort. Bitters. A hip flask made of bow ties. Non-alcoholic absinthe, also known as absinthe. A reclaimed mahogany Instagram nook. Local organic grass-fed Twizzlers. And the Lumineers. The Vintage Store is open from 3 to 5 a.m. Tuesdays and every other solstice. The first 18 customers will receive an internship at the New Yorker, a bag of raw almonds, and a mixed-race baby. The Vintage Store! 
Alright, this is the lead vocal recording for Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. I'm here with lead vocalist Michael Glubicki, and we're about to take our first crack at this tune. Uh, Michael, before we start, I, I just want to say that I love this record so far, and I think it has hit written all over it. Hey, thanks, man. That's very kind of you. It's all from the, from the heart, man, you know? Do you know what I mean about the heart? Yeah, I think I, think I do. Nah, I don't think you do, man. I bet you drive like a car. Yeah, I mean, I, I drive a, I drive a Prius. It's still a car, man. Ozone, you know, fucking Indians. Okay. Um. Uh. Let's let's just try a verse here, and we'll see how it goes. All right. Whatever, man. Shit. Uh, Michael, I'm gonna cue up the song, and I'll point at you to start singing. Recycling, man. Paper and plastic. Alright, this sounds great so far. What we stop for, man? That last line got a little garbled, so we're just going to take it from the start of the verse. Three, two, one. I gotta say, that sounded identical. Uh, Mike, can you read me the last line of the lyrics in the verse? Man, it's, it's plain as the nose on your face. The line is, you know what they say about the young. <laughs> okay, um, well, do it like you just read it to me. Really hit those consonants, okay? Uh, let's try just that line. Three, two, one. Yikes. I feel real good about that one, man. Now, I'm not trying to be overly critical here, but that is just a bunch of sounds. Let's do a few back-to-back -back and really think about enunciating those words, okay? Three, two, one. Okay, let's go again. Still not working. That's way worse. That was like two. That was two noises. Why would you do two noises? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're just <laughs> worse. This is worse. Just high pitched. You're yelling high pitched. Oh, oh, oh. Are you right? Uh, uh. Nope. Uh. Oh, not in the booth, man. Okay, it's getting late. Do you feel good about any of those? Shit, man, I felt good about all those, man, shit.
Okay, let me just ask you this. Who is the desired audience for this song? People, shit man, people just like me, man. Like me. Well, then I, I think we got it. It was sort of a pleasure working with you, but I have to get my kids to soccer practice. You better not take that Prius, man. Fucking dolphins, man. Uh, Al Gore, you know? Three Mile Island? Heard of it? Parliament? British Parliament? It's like baby carrots and moonlight, man. It's like every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings and all. Prius are like a small donkey carrying rice for the proletariat. Simon and Schuster present an audiobook recording of In the Kitchen with Paula Dean. As read by the author, Paula Dean. Hey y'all! It's your old friend Paula here to share some of my very favorite recipes with y'all. Now, it's summertime, and when it gets hot down here, nobody in my house wants to eat a very heavy dessert. Well, I have the solution for you here today. It's called Paula's Ultimate Fantasy Deep Fried Cheesecake. Now, doesn't that just sound amazing? Giving me a hand in the kitchen today is my son, Jamie. Bobby. All right. Well, now, first things first, you're going to want to preheat your oven to 450 degrees and find a medium-sized bowl. Nipper. Mama! Oh my word, I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. I apologize. It was just a random string of consonants and I didn't mean a thing by it. Now, Danny, grab your mama that bowl and let's keep on making this delicious cheesecake. Sure thing, Mama. Now, as I was saying, you're going to grab that bowl and use a wooden spoon to combine graham cracker crumbs, a half cup of sugar, two sticks of unsalted butter, a nipper, and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Mama, you did it again. Nipper! I'm so gosh darn sorry. That knows three times. Now, as I've explained before, the kitchen is a place for joking around and having fun, and if I have said any offensive words, I swear they were not said in anger. I just have a way of sticking my big old foot right in my nipper. Mama! Whew, boy, all right, well, we've got to rein this one in a bit here, Sammy. Bobby. You go over there to the recorder and hit stop if Mama uses any more bad words. Can do, Mama. <sighs> all right, cool, here we go. Nipper. I can't even tell I'm doing it. It's like saying butter or nipper. Mama, what on earth are you doing over here? I think it here? might have been a soft R that time. Well, I don't think that really... Here we go, all right, quick like a Band-Aid. Whisk one egg with one and a half nibbles to make a nibble wash. Use a pastry brush to nibble the nibble onto each nibble and blot off the excess nibble with the paper nibble. Nibble. I am so sorry about that. I've gotten a hold of myself and <clears throat> Well, next you're going to place each piece of cheesecake on an ungreased pan and nibble with cinnamon just a touch of just a touch of nutmeg and that concludes the audiobook presentation of in the kitchen with Paula Dean that was the very best take we could get
You're really gonna like this place. The food is great and drinking in a the movie theater is awesome. I'm stoked. We've been wanting to come here together forever. Oop, here comes the waitress. Hey there you guys, my name's Tracy and welcome to the movie bar. Are either of you first timers? Yeah, yeah, uh, right here. Well, an extra special welcome to you, handsome man. Uh, let me explain how things work around here. The movie bar is a 20-screen cineplex with full food and bar service. As you can see, you have a small table attached to your seat with a glowing button on it. If you need anything at all, just push that button and I'll come out and help you. Won't it be distracting if you keep walking up here while the movie's playing? Not at all, sir. I will be completely unobtrusive. I'm like a ninja ghost. Cool. Uh, fair enough. Well, I think we know what we want, right, honey? I'm ready. I'll have the Southwest Caesar salad and a glass of Chardonnay, please. And I'll have a bacon cheeseburger and a Pilsner. Well, that's a very masculine choice. I'll put your order in and be right back with your drinks. Thanks. She seems nice. Yeah, kind, kind of creepy, though, right? Hi again. Jesus, where, where did you come from? I thought you might have pushed the button. No, I didn't push the button. And you were just here, like, ten seconds ago. Well, I have your drinks here. Chardonnay for the lady. Thank you. And a neat scotch for the big strong man. I asked for a beer, a pilsner. Scotch is a sexier drink, honey. All right, make sure to push that button if you decide to get any appetizers or a blowjob. Uh, enjoy the show, you two. Did you hear that? Hear what? Nothing, I guess. This waitress is a little nuts. She's just talking crazy over here. Ding dong! Holy Christ, where are you coming from? So what can I get you? I didn't push the button! Hmm, well, maybe it's on the fritz. Anyhow, you ordered the bacon cheeseburger, and I'm afraid we're all out of bacon tonight. Um, a regular cheeseburger? We'll be fine. I'll be right back. You know, honey, I'm not sure if I really like this place. This fucking waitress has been- Hey! Fuck! Shh. What? Shh. I am so sorry, but we're also out of beef patties, cheese, buns, lettuce, onions, ketchup, and mustard. So you don't have cheeseburgers? No, we have cheeseburgers. We just don't have the ingredients for cheeseburgers. Fine. I'll have the potato skins. Well, you could have the potato skins, or you could snort some coke off my tits. What? Or bath salts, or my b-hole. It doesn't really matter. My girlfriend is sitting right next to me, and this is completely out of line. It's exciting, right? You really get me. God, I'm wet. All right, back in a minute with your strip steak. Potato skins. What did the waitress want? Babe, she's acting incredibly inappropriate over here. I really think we should go. Hello again! I've got your crab legs right here. Wrong. The movie should be starting in a few minutes, but I wanted to let you know that I spiked your drink with a ton of ecstasy, so you should be rolling hard on E for the full duration of Monsters University. Be sure to press the button if you'd like me to come sit on your face, and thank you again for choosing the movie bar. Oh, hello again. Well, I hope you enjoyed this weird little episode that we put out. Um, Thelma and I are currently having a wonderful time on our vacation. And uh, please stay cool, my friends. And we'll see you back here in August for a regular episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.